This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I am here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. Hello. It's, uh, well... Season's over, folks. Uh, I know that you'll be listening to this on the actual podcast on Thursday, but we are live right now. Uh, so, I don't know. Tell us how you're feeling. But I do have to, first, before we get into the, the fuckery that will be this episode, to tell you about our sponsors, DraftKings Sportsbook. It's playoff time, big stakes, bigger promotions. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $5 into 200 That's 40 to 1 odds on any basketball game. All you have to do is pick any team that is still in the hunt for the trophy, and if that team wins, you receive $200 in free credits. That's right. Pick any team that is still in contention, bet $5, and if that team wins, you cash $200 in free credits. All it takes to claim these 40 to 1 odds on the basketball team of your choosing is placing a $5 bet on that team to win. Don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook is also, also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn $5 into $200 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you can claim $200 in free credits. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Again, that is DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code THPN. Polly, ready to drown your sorrows with me? Yep. One. Two, three. All right, Caps fans, how we doing? Well, hope, we got a comment. Hope everybody's doing great. Uh, tank, yeah. right on cue. Caps yeah. get eliminated, and yeah, came. Yeah, came. Yeah, tank. Uh, all is not well. No, it's not. But that's okay. Um, TJ Olson, what's the future look like? Who the fuck knows, man? At this point, I'll um, tell you, TJ, my future is hoping that the Islanders win the East. Yeah. Let's go Isles. Let's go Isles. So to kick off, last year when the Caps got eliminated, uh, I just went and found like the shittiest liquor I could find in the liquor cabinet. And I just happened to have a Boston, Massachusetts shot glass here. And a Cheers in Boston because that's a Boston thing, apparently. Cheers. Where everybody knows your name. And so, Polly, I have oh, your choice of Canadian Mist. Yeah, I don't know. I found this in, like, the garage. Look how oh gross and nasty that fucking bottle is. Um, got that much Canadian Mist. Or, or I have Kahlua Rum and Coffee Liqueur. Peppermint mocha. Again, peep the bottle. It's disgusting. Um, so which one, buddy? The Kahlua uh, is only 20% if you want to be a bitch about it. But there's also the, the Canadian mist. Just high quality. Uh, yeah, give me Canadian. 
in right. honor of the barn burner in Winnipeg tonight. Yeah, that's a good one. They're keeping their series alive, but apparently the Washington Capitals decided to go home early. Oh, oh, oh. all right, all right, all right. Here we go. Wow. All right. I haven't poured shots in a while. Just enough for two Do you want shots. the cheers? Do you want the cheers or do you want the Boston, Massachusetts shot glass? Uh, I'll take cheers. All right, buddy. Here we go. Wait, to cheers me. To cheers me with your cheers. Cheers. Let's go Caps. That was gross. Yeah. Canadian mist. That is not, that is harsh. I actually don't mind it. I'll tell you this though. It's definitely not as good as Jameson or that uh, Woodford Reserve we've been drinking. Yeah. Or piss, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, it's definitely better than the Kahlua. Well, I don't know. We're probably going to get into that a little later. Uh, that's all you, bud. All right. <clears throat> well, just some brief league news, I guess, is what we'll do. Uh, Winnipeg was up. There is up now, 3 nothing. Yeah. McDavid scoreless through two in the third tonight, or tonight, which is Sunday that we're recording. Well, we were down 4-1 in the third, scored three goals, and won in overtime. Wow. Crazy game. Yeah. I definitely, I would have been glued to that if um, it wasn't for the Caps game being on. Yeah. Um, Avs swept St. Louis. No surprise there, I don't think, really. Um, oh, TJ, we do see your comment, and we will be getting to it. Um, <clears throat> anyways, suspensions. Nazem Kadri, dude. Eight games in the playoffs for an illegal check to the head. Um, I don't think it was Justin Schultz, but uh, Are you sure? in game two. I don't know. Who's Justin Sch- Is I thought that's what NHL.com said. Maybe I put the wrong name down. I think you did. Um, anyways, this hit was brutal. Definitely deserved that. Yeah, and... I don't know why. Oh, geez, Justin Falk. Yeah, I got yeah. the right just. I got Justin right. Yeah, you know, as I've said before, I'm also an Avs fan. And at first, when I watched it, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Actually, we saw it. We were on the after show talking to Carl on Wednesday, and he was like, "Oh, you guys watching? Did you see that hit?" Yeah. And you know, I think they got it right on review. To yeah. do a five in a game, and I think he deserves suspension. Kadri in the playoffs is what everybody thinks Wilson is in the regular season. This guy just can't keep himself under control in an eight-game suspension in the playoffs. That's like, I mean, I'd say that's like 20 in the regular season. Yeah, you know, it's tough. They say it's double, right, or if not triple. But it's tough when he's going full speed like that. He clearly, like, sees I'm going to hit this guy as soon as he gets the puck. But, I mean, I can't really defend it because we have so many of our own issues and we've seen this. Uh, He just needs to come in lower there, and it's completely fine. But with the amount of head contact that he makes, I mean, it's it's just like, you know. It's cut and dry. Yeah, really, honestly. I mean, there's no way to defend it, unfortunately, because the league has at least taken that stance, you know. Right. With the with the head contact there, yeah. um, 
So I guess just what I'm saying, as an Avs fan, um, I think it's warranted. Yeah. Jordan Stahl fined 5K for a dangerous trip on Luke Coonan. Um, whatever. Uh, Montreal Shea Weber has been fined 5,000 the maximum allowable for cross-checking Toronto's Wayne Simmons. I didn't even see it. It was in front of the net. He got him in the back of the head. Honestly, it's standard front of the net stuff, but because it was so high. Right. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, injuries. Tavares. Holy shit. This was really scary to see. Yeah. Uh, Corey Perry inadvertently hits him with the knee as he's exiting the zone. Tavares kind of just gets laid out. I mean, you know, say what you will about Corey Perry, but I really don't think he did this on purpose. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, it was really unavoidable the way that, I mean, Tavares fell and then like rolled and then just literally uh, it was like hit knee to the head. Yeah. And, uh, Felino fought him, made him answer the bell. I don't think that was something that should have happened here. Right. But, you know, Perry took it. it. Yeah, he, he fought him. It was it was a weird fight. You could tell, like, they were kind of like, Felino was like, I got to do this because it's our captain. And right. Perry was like, whatever. Yeah, and um, Tavares is out indefinitely with a concussion and a knee injury. Yeah, I just saw that. Wow. Um, I I mean, he uh, he was out cold. I mean, it was bad. Um, yeah. Same with the Justin Fall kit that Nazem Kadri uh, laid on it. So, wishing the best to both Falk and um, and Tavares in their recovery. Um, and then, oh, fuck. So, I saw this play happen. Marcus Johansson in Minnesota, ex-cap, uh, broke his arm in game three. No timetable for his return. That is crazy. Uh, I think he got off on his own under his own power. Well, I mean, you don't need your arm to skate. Yeah, but still, dude, if you broke your fucking arm, you'd probably be like, get the stretcher. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would. I literally played, be- I played beer league with a broken hand. I think, oh, my God, Polly. I'm just saying, like, I could get up with a broken arm. But that takes away, like, this is, this is serious. What, breaks yeah. are... Six weeks minimum. No right. way. Even if they win and make it to the cup, I, I don't see how he could come back unless, like, all their series go to seven games and then right. maybe he comes back mid-cup. Yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, all right. Well, that's that's our league news. Uh, let's talk about the fucking Washington Capitals. Oh, you want to go to TJ? Uh, well, yeah. Well, we're going to talk about the Caps here. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Jesus Christ, Polly, keep up. Well, so, you know, yeah. TJ, fine. We'll get to TJ's comment, okay? TJ Olson, the grumpy old man and myself supported the Mantha trade, still think it helps the Caps long term. What's your evaluation on it? <clears throat> I mean, as I as I scream sample size, it's really tough to uh it's really tough to, you know, I don't, I mean, I, I'm at a loss. He was a fuck, he laid an egg. He started off incredibly hot and then he laid a fucking egg. Yeah. He, he had a really good regular season in the red. Um, I think he played not great in the playoffs. Honestly, in the playoffs, 
I think Ovi and Craig Anderson are like the only people whose play I'm happy with. But Mantha definitely wasn't the presence that we hoped he'd be. Here comes the Kalua. Kalua with the with the Canadian. Oh, I thought this Kalua would be like. For some reason, I thought it would be like milk. When Am I? Should I drink this? This is like five years old. Liquor doesn't go bad. It okay. Caramel color added. Oh, that's good. That uh, okay. that lines your intestines and interrupts digestion. I thought so. That's good. No, <laughs> it's not good. It lines your intestines. Are you gonna take one? One no. more. Why? I got to drive home. I'm not gonna be slinging shots. All right, fair enough. Well, cheers, Caps Nation. That's Canadian Mist and Kahlua. Here we yeah, go. Jesus. Oh, God, what is wrong with me? A lot of stuff. Made it, Actually, the aftertaste isn't bad. Yeah. I can smell the peppermint. Yeah, that's nice. So, uh... So, okay, so, um... Yeah, hold on, so, hold on. We're getting, we're getting a lot of comments. Which is rare for us because we didn't think anybody watched, but we love it. I mean, according yes. or according to a, a Twitter person today, <laughs> we have a, a basement podcast. So, you know, we love that you guys are chiming in. <laughs> so the Mantha trade, uh, I think he's still a question mark. I don't think um, he did very well after the first few games with the Caps. Um, I think he comes at a discount for a reason now. Like now that I see it. Um, but if he can break out of his shell, play a little bit more fit. Like I'm not asking him to be a, a, a Tom Wilson out there. I'm just asking him to get in front of the fucking net and stop looking to be that, that like finesse finisher with the shot. I mean, he's got a gifted release. He's a good shooter. That's great. But do a little of both. Get in front of the net, screen the goalie. Uh, you know, there's a lot, a lot of times, especially during this series where, if he would have just crashed the net, he could have cashed in on an easy garbage goal. Yeah, and you know we watched the third period together today, and I remember making that comment to you. You were like, "What the fuck's Mantha doing?" And I was like, "He's sitting there waiting for the puck to come to him, right?" While his line mates were digging down low. I mean, yeah. I you know, and TJ says here, long term, Verona wasn't a fit. Mantha, you know, he's cap friendly. Uh, I agree. I think long term, Mantha fits the identity better. And as long as we have Backstrom and mm, Kuzi, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, Verona wasn't necessary. If we have those other guys, I mean, he's great. But I agree. Long term, I think Mantha was the right choice in the situation. Right, and you got to remember, Mantha is a right wing. So, or traditionally a right wing. So, the left wing position, you're never going to usurp Ovechkin there uh, right. until, you know, maybe later in the contract, I guess, when when they're like, all right, we're going to have to start cutting your ice time or whatever that looks like. Um, but as long as he's putting up the numbers that he puts up now, I mean, there is no reason for anybody to be thinking that they're going to overtake Ovechkin in the lineup. I don't think Verona wanted to do that, but he wanted to get paid like he was going to do that. Yeah, and I think... With Connor McMichael coming up, losing Verona isn't as bad because McMichael 
has a promising future if he can replicate what he did in the AHL. Yeah, and McMichael's traditionally a center too, which right. which deepens the case to get rid of Kuznetsov. And also, it seems like uh, McMichael can probably slot in on on the wing. Uh, so I think that for me, the jury's still out on Mantha. I'd like to get a full season un- under him. I- I'm not willing to put my nuts on the line for Mantha right now by any means or even give you like an assessment. I thought that, I mean, other beyond, I, th- I thought that he had a great start, was happy to get out of Detroit, uh, but then laid a fucking egg. I mean, here's the thing with Mantha. He had a lot of good chances. I think he was a bit snake bitten in this series. So I also can't blame that on him totally. You know, you got to get the monkey off your back somehow. And in the playoffs, the worst time to have it on. Right. So. It's his first playoffs, right? Yeah. First playoffs ever. Maybe next year he comes in a little bit uh, more physical and and able to play a a better role. So again, I can't hold that against him. Um, uh. And with Verona, I mean, yeah, he would be wanting so much more money. There's, there's definitely, quote unquote, cap uncertainty there. Um, uh, but yeah, talk and, about Ovi there. Yeah, and so uh, we've got balcony chatter here asking, in your opinion, is there any chance Ovi doesn't resign in Washington? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I think so. We. A month ago, three weeks ago, Polly, I don't know. We talked about this and we talked about the 3D chess that the Capitals may be playing with the contract. And everything that I've read says that this is a possible scenario. And basically it goes like this. Ovechkin does not sign a contract. So he goes into the expansion draft on July 21st as a unrestricted free agent or as a, as an unsigned player, right? So he's a, he's signed to the caps. I'm sorry, assigned player to the caps, but with no contract. So that on the 28th, he could become a unrestricted free agent. At that point, the caps can expose him. Um, I don't think any GM is smart enough to take him. Like the, I don't think the Kraken will take him, but. The cap, the caps don't have to protect him at that point and they can protect a piece of their core. Worst case scenario, Ovechkin gets picked up by Seattle. Then on the 28th, decides not to resign with them and only fields offers from Washington and signs back with Washington. So he'd be a Kraken for seven days and then sign back with Washington. Worst case scenario. Right, and it would just be Kraken has the rights. He wouldn't have a contract. Right, so best case scenario is we just don't sign Ovi until the 28th free or until the 21st. Yeah. Because technically, if they don't pick him up, the Kraken, if the Kraken do not select him in the expansion draft, then, you know, he's going to be, we still have rights to him for seven days. Yeah, not, I think the chance that he re-signs is 98%. I think there's a 2% chance whether he gets picked up by Seattle or some other team with cap room gives him an ungodly offer that he just decides he can't pass up. But I think it's almost a shoe-in that he comes back, maybe signs a 3 to 5, $10 million a year, and 10, 13. He's yeah. going to get 13. But 
We'll lock him up till he's 38 or 40. Yeah, I mean, I would love to lock him until he's 42. I think... Give him six, seven. I would imagine it's going to be five at the max, and if it's a five, he goes to Russia after five. Imagine this, though. Imagine he comes back and takes the same amount. Like, taking $10 million a year, I think, is a discount for Ovechkin right now. He There is no data to, to say that he is going to be worse than a 50-ish, 40 to 50 goal scorer for the rest of his life. I mean, yeah, he's got to drop off at some point, and, but he scored two goals as playoffs. I mean, he, he's nothing indicates that he's on, his down, on the downswing, which is... I mean, madness, right? I mean, to think about it that way, but plus they've already come out and said they're going to get real sentimental when it comes to, uh, uh, when it comes to whatever, like they're the next contract. Uh, and so this is an interesting take balcony chatter says staying with the caps is the best case scenario for his chance to break the, uh, the goal record. Uh, you're probably right. Especially yeah. with a team that basically has uh, has uh, the entire offense and power play designed around him as the pivot. Yeah, and with Backstrom. Yeah. Like, I mean, assuming if if Kuzi goes, Ovi's going to play with Backstrom probably all the time. Because yeah. they, he, he basically rotates between Kuzi and, and Backy as his, his center. And if they move Kuzi... They, they put him with Backy, and that's, you know, that's where he gets all of his points. Yeah. I mean, he, I think he's the, the data shows that he likes – I mean, he, he's more successful with Backstrom anyways, but, you know, whatever. See you, TJ. Yeah. Good yeah. luck studying, TJ. Yeah. Whatever you're studying for, <laughs> kick ass on the test. Better you than me, my guy. Um, all right. So, I guess we can break down game four here. Um uh, ooh, we got a compliment. Thanks, Balcony Chatter. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you know what? He says, uh, great show, great series, boys. Could have gone either way with a few of those games. You know what? Uh, that's a really good point. I think that, uh, okay, so I've been really heartbroken over a lot of playoff series losses, right? Like the Penguins. <laughs> the Penguins and Halak's Canadians. Yeah, and the Canadians, you know, and, uh, uh, I mean, all of them. The Rangers, you know, previous. Uh, so I will just say this right off the top as I take my last shot, or another shot out of my Boston, <laughs> Massachusetts shot, shot glass. I like how you quickly corrected yourself. Yeah. <laughs> from last to another. Right. <laughs> um, I, I do think that this is the worst team that the Capitals have lost to playoff round two in a decade. Now, I know our boys at, uh, Bruins and Bruins and Short Shift Pod are probably, you know, shaking their fists at us right now, but for real, man, I mean, we lost the Rangers a bunch, the Penguins, the Lightning, um, Carolina and the Islanders. And I thought both of those teams were quite good when, I mean, all of those teams were quite good when we were playing with them. I mean, I, there were, you know, like balcony chatter just said, the first three games went to overtime and the two that we lost were just mental errors that the other, and you know, credit to the Bruins, they jumped on it and they made us pay for it with pretty good plays. 
Uh, but the one that really stings is like, you know, the, the Samsonov Schultz mix up there. You hate to see a double overtime game in that way. Right. Right. So, you know, I'm going to take that shot right now as I think about it. Well, and that's the thing about the playoffs is it could even be a sweep, but if your games are going to overtime, yeah, you could sweep someone, win four overtime games, and it's it's still close even though it's a sweep. And that's the thing. It's a 5-1 victory, and the only game that Boston dominated was game four. I mean, yeah. today the Caps completely outshot the Bruins, and any Bruins fans, if you happen to chime in, just so you can, you know, enjoy our misery. <laughs> if you are a Tuca hater, you are a fucking idiot. Yeah. Tuca just... Rask is the only reason, not the only reason, but the main reason that the, the Bruins have stayed relevant since their cup. And you got, the series would be three to two if you didn't have Tuca today. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, yeah, uh, and and along that same line is that you know the the two overtime losses were mental errors that ended up in the black back of our net, just quick plays, right? And that's what it always comes down to, right? A thin margin. I think games four and five, you know, game four, worst game of the series by far, and probably the season the Caps have ever played. Everything failed. The power play, the PK, five on five. We just fucked dog all over the ice. Uh, you know, we were lucky to get out of the first zero zero, which yeah. that, that is why I think, you know, a good team would have run it up on us. You know, we did that against the Penguins, the Island. I mean, even the Islanders, uh, you know, didn't, didn't they beat us like eight to one or eight to three something? The Isles this season. You know, yeah. That was, I think that was the worst game. Mm, no, I hated this game. This was terrible, dude. The f- because, all right, yeah, like you get it, you get an ass kicking every once in a while, but at least that game we were like somewhat. We had like maybe five minutes that we had won. I don't, I don't feel like there was a single second in this game that the Caps won. Game uh, four. Game four. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you know, the uh, you know Marshawn in the second. On the Orlov penalty that injured Kevin Miller. Hopefully he's okay. I think that's probably a collarbone. It was a late hit. I think that it was a good, I, I think it was good that they took a look at this major and knocked it down to a double minor. Uh, one for the fight, roughing it there at the end, having him have an answer and giving the, the Bruins a power play. It was barely late, but late nonetheless. Um, and yeah, I mean, Here's I don't know if that gets called if Kevin Miller doesn't stay on stay down. To be completely yeah, honest, I, not I to say that he didn't need to stay down. I mean, I think he broke his collarbone or something. But yeah, I mean, I I don't think it was like a ridiculous dirty play. No, but it I mean it was a penalty. That that's for sure. And at at game speed, it looked like Orlov came high into the throat or the chin, but he didn't. You know, those hits happen all the time. You're allowed to get the hands up into the into the chest a little bit. Yeah, you know? and I'd rather get hit with hands than, than a, a shoulder. Check. Yeah, or or a shoulder. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no doubt. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, I think it just hit him wrong, and you know, Orlov's a strong guy, so that's how that played out. Of course, obviously, I, I think I, I I hope that 
Kevin Miller is okay, and, and I'm sure he will be at least. Uh, you know, it's an injury that you can come back from. But he was he was taken to the hospital. So, you know, whatever. That's that's what happens in hockey, and and he, I mean, he paid for it. I think Orlov paid for it, and we paid for it. The Caps did when Marshawn buried a power play goal there. Um, <clears throat> two goals in 30 seconds by Pasta and Coyle at the start of the third, though. Not a great way to, you know, in the second down one and just come out and lay let up two right. in quick succession. And then Ovi answers with an own goal um, from Carlo. So the the Bruins scored all of the goals that game. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think I don't know if he was shooting or if it was a slap pass looking for that backdoor play because they they did adapt a little and they yeah. they tried that. Uh, I know one time he found Kuzi really nice, and um, Kuzi just deflected it over the net. Yeah. Uh Ninovi even broke his stick on that play. Yeah. On that on that goal, but yeah, I mean, you need a little luck to have success. Unfortunately, still lost 4 to 1. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I would say that, you know, late in the third, Grizzlick buries a power play goal. You know, I mean, we took we were undisciplined at times and that hurt us as well. Uh, you know, say what you will about the officiating it's been fucking terrible this i mean yeah. i feel like that's just a reoccurring theme for in the past few years you know i'm not one to really bitch about the refs but god what a bad bad i mean they've done a, a shitty job they realized things were getting physical and then they saw around the league these teams hate each other now after playing each other eight times during the regular season and at the beginning it was you know jail rules now it is not and then they started to tighten it up on ticky tacky shit yeah it's just complete inconsistencies here i i don't know if it was game one or game two but my cousin who's a ref buddha he uh yeah. shout out buddha shout he out. played played college hockey with us um you know he he's pretty impartial watching games you know he's a fan but yeah. he, he also understands the official's point of view. Sure. And he, he and I were even talking about, you know, when an official thinks it's bad, then it's bad. Yeah. And uh, I, th- I think it was game two. It just, it didn't get any better. Yeah. And I'd just like to take this time to say, fuck Edzo and and Boucher. They've become unfucking bearable with their commentary i just i just have not liked the commentary team since doc's been away and i don't know like i think eddie olchek played for the penguins anyway so he's a fucking dirtbag but like i i they're just it was just constant capitals hate on it on on the on the broadcast did you did you pick that up or am i just like being sensitive here well so i think part of the problem is is everybody gets so used to their hometown announcers. Right. So when you get national coverage, you know, you're not getting that same Homer feel. But I do agree. I felt like they were going out of their way to point out things (laughs) the Caps did that were questionable. And the Bruins had their fair share of dumb shit. Right. Like Tom Wilson laying a little bit of a late hit, like, 
oh, he's a scumbag, he's been doing all these dirty things. And then it's like Tuka Rask feeding blockers to Hathaway's head and back. Like, yeah, what? Let me comment on that real quick. All right, so <laughs> I have no problem with the goalie interference rules at all. I think they're fine the way they are. Yeah. But what bugs me is that Mantha got fined for really what looked like just going hard to the net, and he made contact with Tuca. Yeah. But the previous game, Tuca was punching with his blocker. That thing's a damn weapon. Dude. And I think, was it... Sheary or maybe a fourth liner, but someone it was, was Hathaway. Like Hathaway. He was on like all fours, just getting fed. And this <laughs> like this three or four good ones. Yeah, this yeah. is this isn't a, a Caps Bruins thing. This is they need to change the way they treat goalies. Thing mm-hmm. it takes so like why was that not a minor? The, at the very it least, should have been roughing. At the at the very least, a five thousand dollar fine. Yeah, and goalies are protected from everything, and then they can get away with that stuff. I don't – it doesn't bother me that they're protected, but they should be held accountable, and it just really, really Really pissed me off that Tuca had nothing there. And then – you can't even hit the goalie because then that's such a, a hockey faux pas and the whole right. team will lose their shit and turn yeah. into a line brawl. The guy with the most pads, you can't hit him. Right. So, uh, I love Tuca, but, you know, sure. goalies just in general are whack jobs. Yeah. And I even tweeted this out. Goalies, the way they're treated in hockey in general and in, in the NHL – it's worse than quarterbacks in the NFL. So if you think the way quarterbacks get treated is bad, I'd argue that the goalies have way more privilege and protection. And uh, I think they need to change that. That'll never change. Just by calling penalties on goalies when they do stuff like that. All right, maybe. Yeah. Not, not letting them get hit. Just hold them accountable as well. I think the only thing that they call on goalies is like a trip. Yeah. When they stick the their stick out and trip somebody, they'll call that. Yeah. But they don't even have to serve it, so. Yeah, and I think even when goalies fight, they get to stay on the ice. No. No? They do go to the box? Yeah. They get kicked out, usually. Okay. All right. Well, so, so I'm wrong you on can't, that. But as a goalie, you can't cross a red line. Right. That's an automatic... Game ejection. Yeah, how many times do they throw in their two cents during a scrum? Right. Yeah. Hit a hit a vulnerable guy who's tied up with somebody else. Sure. So that's bullshit. Yeah, I, I I feel like uh, goalies are looked at as like the Hawkeye of the Avengers. Like <laughs> this guy has no powers; he can just shoot a bow and arrow. <laughs> yeah, but like goalies, being... goalies are just you know they're all they do is volunteer to get. Hit with pucks. Hawkeye's cool though. Okay, he's, he's hanging out with gods and superhumans and being on their level. Yeah, it's kind of like being a host of a show when we get to talk to people like Carl Alsner and Oli Music. Yeah. <laughs> we are Hawkeye. Yeah. In our basement podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in next week for Tulips Talk as we do a Tulips podcast. <laughs> Check our Twitter. You'll get the joke. This dude's this man. He's really cut you deep here, Paul. No, it's, it's yeah. funny. 
It is funny. It is funny. I, but. It doesn't bother me. I think it's funny. Fair enough. All right. Well, um, you know, it was good to see Ovi lay a huge hit on Marshawn. Um, oh, yeah. But I, I don't know, man. Uh, the Caps, after game four, they just looked hurt and tired. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So, you know, and obviously in game five, we're at home. Can't, I mean, here's the thing. Yeah, we, we peppered them with a lot of shots, right? Tuca. But they weren't high quality chances by any means. There were a couple. There were a couple high quality chances, but not nearly enough. We couldn't penetrate the middle. And that's been a trend for the Caps for the past, you know, since 2018. Getting in the middle, getting the dirty goals. For a team that is so large and physical, why can't we take abuse in the in the front of the net? Yeah, I mean the the Caps should be bullying people. Yeah, and I, I hate to say it, but like a Patrick Hornquist and Anders Lee type player would probably do well for the Caps. Yeah, I mean I think that's what what the Caps do need. We have all these big guys that lay hits. What we need is someone that's going to go take punishment. Right, but our our and and that's I don't know if that's a culture thing, but you know we like to feed the point for that outside shot, but we don't like to deflect. You know, there's teams that make their bread and butter on deflections, like the Penguins. Um, well, yeah, I guess the the closest thing we have to this is Oshi. Right. I mean, he'll get nitty yeah. gritty. Yeah, and that but having one guy who's undersized do that. I mean, Oshi's no no tiny guy, but. He's not like Mantha. Like that's why I feel like Mantha should be fitting that, filling that role. Yeah, and we talked about that earlier. But I want Brady Kachuk. <laughs> that's never going to happen. I don't think we're going to get any of those young guys. You know, you trade a veteran, and it's it's you're looking for picks at best. Um, so what I mean, and then in this game, like I said, the the one that just happened on Sunday, um, we're. We're possessing. We're doing the thing the Caps do well, which is control the puck. And we're putting on shots from the perimeter. But that's about it. With a goalie like Tukarask and a, a team like the uh, Bruins, who are going to stack in front of the net and block shots and, and whatnot, you know, not only that, I just felt like I, the whether the, any Cap was injured or not, they felt hurt. There were a lot of bad passes. You know, at the beginning of the season, the breakout looked great. I mean, we were going middle to boards on the breakout, which was awesome. I was like, okay, that's a new wrinkle. The breakout happened in a blink of an eye. That's what you want. That's how you get guys on their horse. And that just deteriorated and evaporated as the season went on, as guys got uh, tired and guys got hurt. We, our breakout wasn't great. You know, most of the goals that resulted in this, uh, series against the Caps was from a failed clear. And I feel like, I mean, there's gotta be some stats behind that, uh, failed clear to, to goal ratio, you know? Um, and that's probably a trend throughout the NHL. You know, it's a trend in hockey. Failed clears to goals. I would love to see that. Maybe that's something Jay Fresh can, work into his algorithm there. <laughs> but I feel like that would <clears throat> take a good bit of work. Yeah, oh yeah, probably to track that type of stat. But you know, I mean I I the puck the movement was bad. 
And, you know, I hate to say it, but there was not a lot of adjustment. Um, personnel was adjusted, but like the way that the players played, you know, I felt like was kind of more of the same, more of the same. The power play couldn't get going. Zone entries, you know, were sloppy. You know, and these are the type of things that like when you're riding high and, and your power play is clicking it like a 40% or 30%, you're like, oh, fuck yeah, this is great. But when it doesn't happen, you know, you're just dumbfounded as to why, right? And then you're super frustrated, uh, both as a fan and as a player. And then, um, you know, I just felt like our, our, our power play was, I mean, our penalty kill, which at times was amazing. You know, when you give teams so many chances at it, it's going to cash in. Right. Posternock, who is obviously a factor in this series as he is with every game that he plays, finally heated up. We let him heat up. You know, um, I at first liked the fourth line matchup against him, but then we had no answers for it. Yeah. And that was worrisome. So when you stop having answers for these things, that's uh, it's a really big fuck you know yeah and that's how you end up four to one third year in a row losing in the first round i mean <coughs> game seven ot loss right a sweep yep and then almost a sweep not trending in the right direction that's for sure yeah i mean you know thank goodness we got that cup because yeah. can you imagine if we had lost to Pittsburgh in that second mm-hmm. round, or just any point to not win that cup, like how much yeah. this would be hurting? How much more? Yeah, it'd probably be way closer to the edge. Um, but I will, I will reiterate. I think that this was the worst team that the Caps have lost a playoff series to, and you know this is probably a well that gets, uh, you know, gets taken from a lot. In recent times, but look, there was something seriously wrong with our personnel. A lot of guys played, but they were not healthy. I'm interested to see how many people need surgery in the offseason, what that means for the future of the team. You know, we still have Michael Kempney out. You know, there's still people on long-term IR. All of these contracts are going to come off the books. I'm not really sure what the hell is going to go on, but, you know, I mean, is Kempney even ready to come back? I mean, he's like, he hit an ice scraper. Like, he hit he hit an ice guard person yeah. in a Hershey Bear game and got injured again. What the fuck? Might be time to pack it in. Yeah, and I mean, what do you do here? I feel like there's some questions in the offseason that need to be answered in the sense of, we need to clear a cap. I think it's time that we try to give the young guys a little bit of a shot. Uh, and the only reason I say that is because we have no other option. I mean, we can't, the, the market is going to be bad, especially in this quote unquote flat cap era. Um, and they're saying that the cap's not going to rise next year, which is weird. Uh, but for one, the COVID cup, I'm going to, I mean, I'm, I'm going to just all the, all of the, tropes all of the all of the i guess uh cliche tropes of this year are true it's not a real cup i don't believe it's a real cup 
uh, because we didn't play 82 games. Um, if we I did, do. the Penguins wouldn't have made the playoffs. I think it's a real cup. I don't think it is, dude. How do you think that? Chicago, their season was a real cup. No. The half loss. It was an asterisk cup. No. There's an asterisk against that. When you make the playoffs, you still got to go through four grueling rounds. Yeah, but you only had to play fucking 35 games or 56 games. 30 games, dude. Like, you know, 26 games less. I don't know. I, I'm not going to take it away from whoever wins. I am. Of course you are. <laughs> well, and here, well, here's another thing. Like, the Capitals got injured at the worst time. Imagine if this was an 82-game season. True. We'd be healthy by that time. And we'd probably have Kempney. Yeah. Who knows how good he is anymore, but, you know, we'd have that. Right? Yeah, we would. But honestly, with the age of this roster, yeah, I don't think an 82-game season would have benefited us. Speculation. It is. <laughs> Just like me speculating on the health. Exactly. But, but since we talked about the, yeah. the cup, let's let's uh, let's revisit some things. Oh, fuck. Right. So you said caps in five. <laughs> real, real good call. I yeah. said caps in seven. Also a good call. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the Caps would make it to the semis and lose to Carolina in seven. Mm-hmm. Obviously not happening. Yeah. And looking at my final four, I picked the Avs to beat Carolina in the cup. That's still intact. Mm-hmm. Um, but my final four, Colorado versus Edmonton, Caps versus Carolina, I'm already down to 50%. Yeah, you're busted. Yeah. I don't even. Did I do this? Why no, didn't you write down my coward? Shirt? I'm you a coward. Do it. <laughs> you wouldn't do it. Oh, you you picked the Caps to win the cup. Yeah. Um. As I always do. Yeah, I did like 20 brackets, so some of mine are still alive. Dude, maybe that's why we had such shitty postseason because I didn't do a bracket this year. I was I abstained from bracketing. Yeah, it's all your fault. <sighs> well, now I've learned my lesson. Bracket every year. Uh, I'm kind of drunk off those shots. Yeah, I'm sure. And that, I feel my insides being coated by that Kahlua. Oh, it's so sugary. <coughs> Sorry. Nice. <coughs> oh. That's what you tune in for, Caps fans. To hear a drunk hockey troll burp in your ear and then breathe heavily. Well, so even though the Caps are out, yeah. we'll still be covering the playoffs. And oh, yeah. World Championships is going on right now. Couple couple upsets. Belarus beat Sweden. What? Did they really? Here, let me let me pull it up. There were a yeah. couple of upsets. That's crazy. I know Verona scored a goal for the Czech Republic to knock Russia out or something. To beat Russia. <coughs> Yeah. Um, um, well, Russia beat Great Britain like eight to one. Yeah. Um, USA beat Canada. Yeah. Okay. So shut them out to nothing. Russia beat the Czechs four three. Mm. Uh, oh, Latvia beat Canada two to nothing. 
<laughs> uh, what? Yeah. Uh, Canada sucks. Uh, Switzerland beat the Czech Republic. Let's see here. Yeah, Belarus beat Sweden. One nothing. What a barn burner. Uh, I think that was... Oh, Kazakhstan beat Finland. So what? There's been it's some nice on. upsets. Yeah. I mean, obviously, some of the ringers are still in the playoffs. Is this round robin play still? It's group play, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I think by the time we talk to you next, it'll be getting into elimination round. Right. But, you know, even though the ringers aren't all there, these established countries have no excuse to be losing these games. Well, hockey's getting better, man. I mean, it is. Kazakhstan. I mean, Kazakhstan's had a team since I've been alive, right? I mean, I mean feel like it. Great Britain has right. qualified. Like, it's growing all over oh, yeah. the world. And yeah, Canada, uh, US beat Canada 5-1. to one. That's awesome. Dude, Kazakhstan's got a couple wins. They might make a little run here. Interesting stuff. And that's the the World Cup? World Championship. World Championships, yeah. Yeah. And the women's is in August. So right. you're going to have World Championship and Stanley Cup, and then the Olympics. Yeah. And then the Women's World Championship. Nice. And then the Olympics in February. Summer Olympics. No, the summer's this year, winter's next year. Right. Because right. COVID pushed back... The summer, so we get right. to have the both Olympics within like eight months. Crazy, yeah. That's in China. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Well, Caps fans, there's still lots of uh, hockey to be played. Keep your eye out. Maybe some Caps will end up in Russia for yeah. the remainder of the tournament. I don't know. They may have to quarantine, so yeah. who knows? But there could be some Caps playing in the World Championships. It'll be interesting to see if any of our if any of the caps go. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, here's some things to look out for in the offseason, caps fans. Who are uh, you know what's going to go on with Kuznetsov? Uh, is Ov going to do what we said with the 3D chess on the on the contract? Um, you know, are we going to make any other trades and moves? The expansion draft. We're going to have to fucking cover that thing. Do we bring back Henrik Lundqvist if he's healthy? Do we bring back Charo? Do we keep Craig Anderson? I hope so. No, we're not going to keep Craig Anderson. I love Anderson. Craig. Oh, Craig. <laughs> you ever drink Kahlua from a shoe? Peppermint mocha Kahlua? <laughs> God, I can feel it coating my insides. It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Does it feel like Christmas with that peppermint? No, it feels like I'm drunk and sad. It reminds me of, uh, I think it was the year before the cup, that guy on a local Washington station was drinking on air. Yeah, this team makes me drink. Yeah. Yeah, so Caps fans, don't go overboard with it. Uh Will we live to fight another day? I don't know. I don't. It's really tough because, um, you know, there was no window. But if you were to say there was a window, it's 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 quickly shutting. Um, 
I don't know what we're going to do with the supporting cast. I mean, I think that the only safe players should be the fourth line right now. I think they performed throughout the season and in the playoffs incredibly well. Um, I think Ovi's going to be back. Uh, Kuznetsov may not be. And I think that, uh, you know, I think that what we need to really do is explore what we have in the stocks right now. Yeah. And uh, I just wanted to talk about Ovi real quick. Okay. All right. So five game. Oh, this isn't updated. Mm-hmm. But in four games, he had four points, a goal, and a, uh, two goals, two two assists. Yeah. And oh, he had seventeen hits. So right. the guy can still bring it. Yeah. He had some nice back checks, which was the hit on Marshawn. Um, yeah. He had some good looks today's game. So he's definitely worth big money when they re-sign him because as a 35-year-old, he's still better than almost everybody under 30 except for like 10 guys. Yeah. <clears throat> um. You know, the core is going to be here. It's just, you know, there is no way – that we're going to be able to blow it up. That's just not going to happen. Here, a little uh, something you weren't ready for. What? Who does Seattle pick from us? I don't know. Um, we'll do a... Well, wait, wait, here's before something. we know... Here's somebody that you love. Brandon Dillon had an amazing series. I think he was one of our better defensemen. Yeah. I think he played well. I think we have to keep him... And John Carlson and Orlov. Nick Jensen had a good series as well. He did. But I don't think we can keep four, right? Three defensemen. Yeah. And seven forwards, I think. And then a goalie. Yeah, I think they'll go with that. So Jensen or Trevor Van Riemsdyk. That's my pick. TVR. Is who do you think Seattle's going to take? Yeah. But you also have Eller. Okay, OV is not going to be. Let's just count OV out. Okay, let's do this. Who's the seven you would protect forwards? That's what I'm saying. Eller, Mantha, um, Backstrom, uh, who. I mean, everybody else is kind of plug-and-play, I feel. Yeah. Eller, Mantha, Mantha, and Backstrom. I mean, obviously, Ovi. I would pro- – I would pro- I mean, if we're not going to deal Kuzi, I would protect Kuzi. Mm-hmm. That's four. Hathaway. Haglin and Dowd. Okay. I would protect Backstrom, Kuzi, Oshi, Sprong, because I think he has a very bright future. Oh, yeah. Mantha, and then probably Haglin and Hathaway. So let me take that back. I would swap Haglin because I don't think that he's attractive. He's too he's too old. I don't think he's attractive enough to pick up for Seattle. That's a good point. So I think that they leave him unprotected. 
probably they leave the whole fourth line unprotected. So I would, sorry, I'll, I think I'm more long once. Oh, so I would take, so here's the thing. If, oh, if OV does the thing that we're talking about with the cap, you could protect Oshi. True. You know, so Kuzi, Oshi, Eller, Backstrom, Sprong. And I mean, the other third line, I mean, I can't, I'm drawing a blank. Who's, who's playing third line right now? Eller and Shiri and oh, yeah, Shiri. Which th- Sherry was a rental. I mean, he was a one-year deal, so yeah. he's probably gone anyways. I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, and once the list comes out of who's protected, we'll have more to talk about. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and we'll probably we'll probably fucking speculate on that. Um, but look, we've droned on enough. I'm drunk uh, and feeling kind of sick. <laughs> so, <laughs> Caps fans. Until mon- next Monday, Hockey Troll, Pod Cupcakes, sign off. It's okay. Don't worry. It's okay. Everything will be fine. We'll come back when a full season happens and do it the right way. Yeah. <laughs> and we still have a cup. <laughs> Absolutely. Take care. Be safe. Don't drink too much. Hey Caps fans, thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Troll Podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle, at Caps Chirp, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network, at Hockey Podnet on social and the Hockey Podcast Network.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore. <laughs>